Hi, I'm Noelle. And I'm Mariana. And this is The, the Bliss, Bliss Project. Project. We decided to start this podcast to share topics and information we are both passionate about. And our intention is to share a positive message as we dive into wellness, spirituality, self-love, alignment, and how life evolves along the way. And while having fun, of course. So join us each week as we connect, explore, and grow with one another and, and you. you. Hello, everybody. <laughs> We're so excited to start season two. Season two of the Bliss Project, you guys. Season two. I know. So happy to be back. I feel like it's been a bit mm -hmm. and uh, we are back and ready to go. Yes. We are starting with episode 21 with 21. our uh, good friend, Dustin James. Yes, Dustin James is basically a clairvoyant and uh, his personal goal as an energy reader is to illuminate and inspire as many people on the planet as possible in a positive way. And he does it so um, in an individualized way. I've actually had the opportunity to now work with him one-on-one -on -one a couple times. And it's just, it's really cool. He, you know, he tells you to kind of have an intention coming in, maybe have some questions. And then he really doesn't ask anything else about it. And he goes right into your energy and what's happening with you. And I've been able to clear some pretty amazing blocks. So the timing of having him on the episode and being able to work with him as we moved into this new year was just so profound for me. So I'm so excited for you guys to learn more about him and hear this conversation. So if you're looking for clarity around your personal relationships, your career path, or even just to understand better what is blocking you, stay tuned for this episode. This is the episode for you. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So excited for our conversation today with our good friend, Dustin James. Mm -hmm. He's an intuitive and he is going to just share all his goodness and knowledge with us. We're excited to have you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and just we just want to start off with asking you to tell us about yourself, a little bit about yourself, your background, and what led you to the work that you do today. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a very loaded question. Where do you want to start? <laughs> when I was two and a half years old. No, it's actually right. three. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. It actually did start at three. It was, it was three years old was the, I mean, I think you, you come in with your abilities. So for me, the first vivid experience was at the age of three and it was just simply a, a projection on my wall like a projector like you would see an actual projector projecting on a wall and um and, and you know that's where it started and then we lived in this this old um victorian that had been built like a hundred years ago prior to then and we would all have um not all of us but my siblings and i would some of us would have experiences and I would have, it was very active for me there. So I would see all sorts of things. A lot of times I slept in the fetal position because there'd be things, you know, there'd be like an energy sitting at the end of my bed, be like a woman in a, in a dated dress, just sitting there peacefully, calm, calmly. Like energies of the house. It's, I think they're, they're energies that, yeah, a little bit of the house and maybe a little bit of what floated in um, for protection, actually, because I grew up in a, a very um, tough, I think, childhood in a sense I had an alcoholic stepfather and I had a sort of this loudness and these things happening in the household and it was interesting because I could read and I could see them and I could see the things in and around them and I could see the energies housed in them when they were lit up or like when they were drunk or something like that but I also could feel these energies come in these energetics come in to come in for protection for to protect against you know maybe some of the 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 alcoholic disturbances and yeah. in the, in the, the hostility, the, the hostility, the anger, the, the energy that, that protrudes, it goes through walls. It goes through, you know, you can hear yelling in the other room. Yeah. And I think as a kid, you, you, you have, I think there's these things that personalities or, or beings that come in and around us to help 
uh, calm us, soothe us, protect us, because something in us can sense that there's there's something there. There's a calmness there. I believe there's something brings that in. And if you're clairvoyant or if you're you're sensitive enough, you can perceive what that actually is. What's what's at play? What's happening? Yeah. From a from a clairvoyant perspective or an energetic perspective. Did you, you under or were oh. you able two at once? Duh, I, know. <laughs> I was like, wait, I was just gonna say, did you understand what it was right away? Did you understand what was happening? No, I mean, I in a sense, I did. I think like seven and eight, I used to. My mom would have a friend that came over that was spiritual and. Um, I think they did a big cleansing in our house then because there was all these things that were happening from a esoteric perspective and um they were like well let's get it out of here right and what i noticed as a kid it was a lot of times it was the the parents going to bars getting drunk and then bringing, bringing things into the, the energies, home yeah right and so they're like well we got to cleanse it and she did and i remember coming home from hockey practice once and there was like bowls of water in my room and incense and things i've never seen before <laughs> all the stuff i love and i'm like what is this and i could feel an instant like there's something missing there was something off and I just threw my hockey skates down and I went, I'm like, what'd you do to my room? Like, there's something off in here. And it was something missing. They got rid of an, uh, like an older gentleman. Yeah. yeah, that was there. Actually, I think he was he was in the house um, for, for a long time. He actually was protecting me against my older sister. But yeah. <laughs> wow. No, yeah. yeah. And my question was going to be that were you able to realize like what was something that or, or if uh, an energy was good or what we would determine as good or scary or darker. Like, were you able to like sense that when you were able to see or Cause feel? Cause most people feel yeah. like entities yeah. and stuff are, there's like a darkness attached to it as opposed to like mm. you said, a light being a protection. Yeah. I think it, it all sits on a vibrational level. And I think we all do at any given moment and it's based on what we're based in. Right. So if our thoughts are based in a rigidness, um, a strictness, uh, way things have to be you know you start to get more rigid and i think that that i know that that carries a vibration and i can say this because my first i guess um it wasn't my first one but my main i guess the first event i was playing with some toys in my room i must have been seven or eight i can't remember but i was playing with some toys on my bed and my back was to the door in the room and all of a sudden i stopped and i could feel like everybody was out of the house i think my mom was visiting neighbors and brothers were outside plane and I just froze and without turning around I could see what was standing in the door I could see my doorway behind me I could see a man standing there and I can see everything that he's comprised of so he was he looked like a school teacher he we actually the home was near a school it was in a like a street away from it he could have maybe he worked next door I don't know but I just felt him standing there and without turning around I could see what kind of clothes he was wearing he's wearing slacks and a belt and brown you know shoes and a, a, a white pocket professional t-shirt it was probably he's probably dated in the 60s something like that and I could just feel his personality now to me that was scary because he felt like a 40 year old mid 40s man with a lot of strictness and and yeah. a lot of like you know like dis yeah really and like to me so to me that's a vibrational mismatch right it's it's something because you're here playing with toys I'm, and having I'm playing. a great time yeah yep. and then this energy comes in that's like that's Heavy. based in that. Well, yeah. it's it's it, and it could have just been how he lived his life, yeah. right? Who who the energetics that he's that personality is comprised of still to this day just doesn't have a body, right? So I'm and it comes in and around because it, those I see I feel like they see us as light, right? So if they sort of move through an there's an attractiveness, especially if there's a child like children come in beaming, yeah. you know they haven't been filled with and riddled yeah. with all the craziness of the world, so that we come in at a higher octave 
naturally. And then the more time we spend here in this place on the planet, because it's based in lower octave dynamics, we get bogged down with the dyma- dynamics that exist already. You're right? almost conditioned so, yeah, the, by the, the, the circumstances. The programming of, yeah. of it all. So it could be your house or whatever it is. So I, I felt his, I felt the contrast of his energetics. And so to me, that was scary. So I don't think it was he was trying to come in to scare me. He just he didn't say anything. He just was standing there. I could pick it up and I could see it. And then I ran out of the house and <laughs> you're like, peace out, guys. Done. <laughs> Jumped on my bike and <laughs> rode four blocks. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so crazy, too, because like I feel like majority of people have had some kind of experience. They're just trying to either push it away or they're just like, oh, maybe it's just, you know, like, like you know, when someone's staring at you, you can't see them, but you feel like someone's or behind you. Or you can feel you. the energy. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, but a lot of times, you know, oh, there's people that obviously feel it or see it or, you know, more intensely, but I feel like a lot of us have had that experience where you like feel somebody's behind you or someone's watching you. You turn around and you're like, okay, no, there's nothing there, but there really might be. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's interesting that you said about like where you're at. Cause I grew up in a very religious household. And so like there was God, there was angels and there was everything else. And that was associated with the devil. So mm-hmm. like if you had it, like anytime I felt like there was energies or I could see things or do, I was very quiet about it because it was, it didn't fit into the box. Yeah of what I was, what was proper, if you will. Because again, if it was something that wasn't considered God, the Holy Spirit or angels, then it was bad, right. you know? So it took me a long time to realize that there were, that they weren't all bad. Like they were there for a reason. There was energies there for a reason. Sometimes, like you said, this guy just came in as who he was. It wasn't that he was trying to hurt you or affect you in that way. It's just your energy was one level and he was at a different level and learning how to like play around with those, if you will. Yeah, and I think that that happens regardless. Look, we can take all the mysticism and of this conversation out of the bag and, and just talk about normal everyday life. It happens yeah. here mm-hmm. now, right? Someone comes and stands next to you and you don't like their vibe. Yeah. Or they have a scary... <laughs> because your system and energy dynamics are... Everyone has psychic feelers and you're picking up what they're based in, what they spend their time in. You know, we think that we can put on nice clothes and a smile and go out in the world and hide everything that we actually think about do which is it's impossible because when I talk to people a lot, my gifts have gotten much stronger as I've gotten older, but now I'll talk to people sometimes and they're, t- they're telling me a story or a conversation and I'm not in a session or anything and I don't look into people's lives, but I'll just, I'll see like video files fall out of their head and like I can see what they're thinking. Like I could, the thoughts have their imagery, right? We all think in images and those go somewhere. Yeah. And if you're sensitive enough, you'll see what those images are. And I don't do it all the time, but a lot of times, because I walk around off unless I'm in a session with somebody or if in the dream state, a lot of things float in things that I need to know uh, because I do walk around off. But a lot of times, you know, you're, you're picking up what people are thinking and we're based and comprised of all those energetics, everything from when we were in the womb till, till today. And so we feel these energetics now, even in the body. Right. And then you get really good or really sensitive. You feel the things and the energetics that engulf and us um, in the waking state or even in the sleep state. So every time you walk into a home, that home is comprised of the energetics of the humans Mm -hmm. that lived there. It's comprised of the energetics that are coming out of the ground, pouring out of the ground from underneath it. Right. we're, We're in an energy planet and energy design. So everything's energetics. A lot of times I'll, I'll go like, Oh, why am I thinking about that? That's crazy. Why am I thinking about that? And I'll get hard on myself for thinking about something. And then I'll realize like I'll walk into the store and, 
or wherever I'm going, I'll run into somebody and an interaction happens and I'm like, oh, that's why I was thinking of that. It wasn't even mine. Right. It, it's a lot of stuff that's not even your. I was just picking up on what's about to happen, what's about mm-hmm. to occur, what's coming toward me. And, you know, I was like, why am I thinking about this? Yeah, thing? why is this yeah. coming in? Why is this coming in? And you think it's you. A lot of times humans are just re- reacting to energy dynamics that in and around them, period, yeah. all the time. We yeah. rarely have an actual thought. We really have like, it takes a lot to sit down and actually start writing out new thoughts, new ideas, new new ways. Normally we're, we're just reacting to energetics that are casted on us or that we're immersed in. When did you start like with, you know, you found these gifts from an early age or you started to understand them, but when did you actually start to like play around with them or like, you know, use them, you know, to tell other people things or when did you start feeling, I guess, more comfortable yeah. with this? I met a woman, I lived in Laguna beach and I met a woman who, um, she was offering like these ionic foot baths. And oh, like so those are cool. Those. Right? I remember that little phase where you would go Take and get off. the Now I own them. Yeah. The water turned into some color. Yeah. yeah. Was like that was in, that's me in the water. Exactly. <laughs> this is like, really Ooh. horrible. <laughs> I didn't know what they were. This is like back in 2008 and I didn't know what it was. This friend's mom was like, hey, let's go to this spa. And get this spa. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know what. She's like, it takes all the toxins out. I'm like, I'm in. And yeah. uh, I, I went there and she, I was getting a foot bath. So you can't move, you're in water. And she just started to like, she was an older woman from New Zealand and she just started to read me a little bit. And she was like, oh, you have some stuff on your shoulder. And I was like, what? And <laughs> wow. she, she's like, oh, let me take, so I didn't know she did Reiki. I didn't really care. What, I didn't even know what Reiki was and I didn't, I didn't care about energy dynamics then because I think I was more, I felt more cursed with it. Yeah. Right. I was more like, um, I would go to meditation groups. I would do like things like that, like to tap in and to, to tap into high potency essences and, and gain information to help refine my own life. But I wasn't really like seeking it. Right. I kind of already had it and I didn't want to, yeah. Anyway, um, she started to read me and that was, that was like the first time. And then when she said, she told me I wasn't using it and she's like, that's a shame because you're not using the biggest gift you have. And I felt horrible going home that day. And I was like, wow, I'm really trying to fit in. I never wanted to be known as this. I never wanted to be known as like a energy reader or psychic or me in any of those things. Um, I always wanted to just like hide out in marketing somewhere yeah. at some cool Seems design like it company would be easier. Yeah, and it felt cool. Like I just didn't want to, I didn't want to go to dinner parties and like saying, Oh, what are you doing? Like you're the, doing the thing that nobody does. They don't believe like, in oh, it. You're so woo woo. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and it's just because people don't understand it. Yeah. And it wasn't cool. Like it, I don't think like, I think it was this, I think it's what humans put on it. Or I think they put the mysticism on it. That the ego comes in sometimes. And even with organized religions, it's, I don't, you know, I, I don't think God and the angels are as mystic as we make them. I think that they're high potency, yeah. powered essences with love, joy. They want us to, to move on. They want us to grow. They want us to develop like a mother would with their, ch- their children, right? They want yeah, not all, be so the best. dependent on Totally. Them, yeah. And I feel like it's this, this much bigger thing. And we put the, the labels, we put the, the, the weird stuff on it. Yeah. 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 We make it weird. I think it's just a lot of times like people are just misunderstanding what it, it what it is and and hey i respect all religions and all, all beliefs but it at the end of the day it's all about love the energy of love well and it's yeah. energy yeah you know whether you know i love you mom but my mom would get so <laughs> upset with me because i grew up in religion and then i would start saying well the universe or source energy and Different she's words. like it's god and i'm yeah. like but i i had I call it religious trauma. Like I had such an aversion to using the word God for a really long time. Like I've just become friends with God 
and the word God again because it's all the same thing. But mm-hmm. there was such an aversion to it for so long because it it caused well, it didn't cause it just it represented something to me that was restrictive and the end all be all and the only way to go. And I was over here feeling all these other things that felt more in tune and right with me. Mm-hmm. So it was this whole come full circle where now like I have I made up with God we're friends again with that word right like like I can use that word again but I remember get her getting so upset with me at times so she's like it's you can't use those other words it's not the same thing and I'm like but it is and like I've gone to a deeper level on like you know especially with like plant medicines and like why I like that world so much is because like you have that like I've connected with God if yeah. you will in that space and outside that space but it, it's not because I'm praying to this thing that's like bigger and better than me it's like it's part of me and yeah. I've realized that through like the work and the life that I've had. And I think that's, that's something where like the work that you do can help people find that connection and understanding. Yeah. And tap into the, into their own energy and yeah. be able to open that up for themselves. Hopefully. You know? Yeah. I think that's the big thing I do is I focus on the energetics around. So I, you know, I can see the colors and I see the blocks instantly. And then with that, I see the solutions. Right. And so going You're back hired. to like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes to all the above yeah i mean i see it i see it in energetic form first right yeah. so i see it because all the colors they mean something they're not biased they don't care they're not personalities they're just the the how the energetics that you're housing within your system and because we're all comprised of ener- energy and and so when you can see it and you can see the colors the most the highest form like most opaque color like a pale blue or a pale red or a pale any of them mm. um is that more refined essence that of us and and natural properties and as we get into the more coarser things um those colors become darker and so you know typically when i'll see like heartbreak around someone i'll see like the really dark red mixed with some black around the heart or a lot of stress you know in the stomach or wherever it is wherever they're housing wherever they're keeping it if it's coming from like their core or if they have blocks or blinders on they could get caught up in greed like too much money they just want to make the money they don't care how they do it and and that creates these blocks and these foams around their heads it's like they couldn't even go and do something great if they wanted to because they've already like cocooned themselves in with with the with the blocks of energy first so it's all energy, like going back to the word God, right? It's yeah. like all these 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 words have charges on them. And that's why I never wanted to be known as like a psychic or a medium or a clairvoyant or any of these things, because they have thousands and thousands of years of energetic, negative energetic charge yeah. already instilled in them before you even get the whole world word out. Yeah. Right. Like if a kid says a bad word, like, fuck. Can we say that on here? Yeah. <laughs> we say that uh, in my house, so it's totally fine. But it's totally charged, right, yeah. with with whatever that is. And and so to me, I go around and I say, well, even though like what's what's in the engine, what's in, under the hood of me is like I have all the clairs are lit up so I can, you know, I can see, I can hear it, I can smell it, I can taste it, you know, you get it all, all the knowing, right? The clarions yeah. are, the mediumship is there. So that ability is there. The psychic ability is there. So I see like, you know, I've seen years into my own future, like nine years. And I've seen a whole, one of my relationships begin and end and the whole thing four years before it happened. So oh, wow. they're like, okay, there's these, there's these things you can do, but then there's these blocks that are tied against it within words. So I'm big on words. 
and finding the energetics that are behind things, why yeah. it's happening. So it's never really what's at play, it's why it's happening. And so I tend to like now, I, I like I mentioned, I'm figuring out this name, like what do you call, like you want to go in the world and do this and be more public, like what do you call it? And to me, it's like staying away from those older words yeah. because you're not going to um, combat the mountain of skepticism yeah, this, this, and, and the energetics well, that are all instilled already. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot to put yourself through. Right. So to me, it's like I think the word intuitive is a newer age, like a newer way. Like people are like everyone's intuitive. Yeah. Everyone has intuition. And my big thing is like helping people access it and learn how to use it and not get clouded into I guess bogged down into when it that intuition's coming from a lower space in yourself. And not question it, because I think, you know, just in my own experience, like being so quick to question it as opposed to just trusting it and then realizing after the fact that, oh, that's what that was. Yeah. yeah. You know, like coming full circle. And so Luke really trying to honor, is that just my head? Or is that like actually what's coming through? Yeah. You know, and, and you'll get those. Everyone does. Like people that don't label themselves, everyone has it, right? Everyone has that still small voice inside them that's like, hey, do this. And then you don't do it. And you always go back and you're like, ah, mm -hmm. I yeah. knew it. Or it comes back and yells at you. <laughs> yeah. Really loud. And right. So you actually yeah. do it. Right. <laughs> like, hey. It keeps but, saying yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you didn't hear me? We're going to drop a piano on your head so you actually listen. Yeah. yeah. You think about like, for example, you're thinking about somebody and you're like, oh, man, I should text or call this person i haven't talked to her in a while boom they call, they call you, you and you're yeah. like oh, yeah. okay yeah no, we do have we we just don't tap into it enough that's why i think that there are higher things here wanting to help us along i th i believe i'm a firm and i've experienced them like firsthand so i've and i get chills every time i mention them so it's like you know i've, I've come in contact with these high potenty essences or beings and they they feel like they're 10 feet tall and they're you know you can almost make the physical you can feel the energetics around them it's nothing but warmth care love yeah honesty truth there's no shame there's no nothing lower when when you're in the presence of these things and, and you're just like i call them these things and i don't know what they are like we call them angels and if i talked if we ta sat down and talked with anyone in any organized religion and we just took the words out yeah. We all would describe things, the but without thing. the words of like the charge words of God or devil or say, you know, whatever they use, we'd have, we'd be talking about the same thing. We'd all be trying to describe the same experiences that we felt when higher things come in and around us to help us to move through challenges. We would all be on the same page. Yeah. And because I feel like every culture is sticking their straw up into the ether of something higher and they're pulling something in. And then, of course, there's the human hand and greed and that stuff gets yeah. in yeah. in the way. And that's where we're like, whoa, I don't want to. It's do the that. ego because everybody wants to be right or oh, my God, it's my God and it's the right God. And it's like, oh, yeah. no. And yeah. your experience, I mean, it's all your own experience of it because what I might feel connection to God is is different than what you might feel or you might feel but it is in essence all the same thing but yeah. like you said a different level a different connection of where we're at yeah in our life which is key I think that's where intuition comes in because intuition can sit at a lower level I've watched people in front of me gloat about the thing that they're about to do when it's nowhere near high yeah and it has nowhere it's nowhere near serving others and it's very much low so there's also low things that become shiny pretty much anything cool right it's like, yeah, exactly. if it's cool yeah. it's probably something that's drawing you in at a lower from a lower form well just even like you know what like seeing somebody that has something somebody was telling me the difference between envy and jealousy the other day and envy is like one person is telling you about their vacation and you're a little envious because you would like to be in be their shoes, be in their shoes. Yeah. jealousy is more when there's three people involved 
and because of something that happened between the other two people or some person is making you jealous because you wish you were in that same dynamic and I was like it's an interesting way to look at it because I think in life that lower vibration can definitely show up as jealousy and envy but envy I think is more of a wanting to get yourself to that higher vibration where jealousy is no i'm going to go to this lower vibration so that i can actually like take that apart yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's, i think it, you're right, you're right. It, it, it depends i think we all live in this energy spectrum of high and low yeah. and so being aware of what we're processing and what we're really thinking um and what we're about to do the next action that we're about to make a decision on is important you could have somebody that is really amped up on revenge and they're feeling really good about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's nothing good that comes out of what they're about to do. And, but somehow they're like, no, I feel it. It's great. I'm living my truth. I'm going to be me. And it's like, but you got to understand like what you're doing and what you're, what you're processing and what most importantly is engulfed you. Yeah. So no, I've been there. And know that there's yeah. consequences <laughs> to your actions too. And having this in your Cause you do, you right feel empowered you do, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm gone ho on this. And it's like, then once maybe the revenge happens, there's so many things that come with that that later on then you're going to be like, oh my God. Why well, you said you something very you good. You get from a low place, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's speaking my truth. I'm speaking my truth. Like that's yeah. such a thing these days. Like I'm honoring myself. I'm yeah. speaking my truth. But if you're coming from a, I'm honoring myself, I'm speaking my truth. Or, uh, that yeah. angst that's behind it's it. It's the yeah. energy that yeah. comes from it too. Yeah. Same words. A lot of times too, like when, but when you were talking about like the cool things, like things that look shiny but aren't, it's just a, a lot of times people are gravitating towards like getting the new car and the shiny clothes or, or the shiny, you know, diamonds yep. and the clothes because they're trying to fill a void or something else and it's not necessarily what are you trying to say i just got a new car well no (laughs) well they also don't realize that they're being marketed to yeah yeah so you actually have a group of humans that are putting this in front of you and playing on on your whims right playing on those weaknesses right so you know we can all watch commercials and say like well what's the real message here like what are they really saying i love like hearing the energy behind things and it's just like a lot of it's manipulation. They're manipulating mm-hmm. you in a way to where then that it, it's, they're telling you, well, when you get this, you'll, n- be, happy. you'll be happy. You might be for a, f- a bit, but I think it's life is a very much a refinement. There's no like one straight shot. Like, Oh, I did this one thing and I feel great. And It'd it's be so all better. Easy if it was. And it wouldn't be, you wouldn't be here anymore. Basically, yeah, you if you're still in the like, human body, you're working through stuff to work through. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause I, I used to be in marketing and I loved it more for the creative aspect of it. Like, it was so cool to be in a collaborative space, creating these really cool ads and just a way to, again, be creative and, and, and work together. But later on, I was like, you know, I really don't like the act of deception. You're deceiving people to think that they need or to have to buy this to be happy and to... That something's missing in their life. So that's kind of what we're talking about. Like you can say, well, I'm being, I'm living my truth. I'm being creative and I'm doing what I, my, I'm exercising my creative belief systems. But again, what energy and what form is that happening in what energy pool? So I just finished a book on um, just the the different energy vibrations that exist within the planet. And because we're in the planet or on the planet, we're immersed in her dynamic and her energy field. And just like her, we're all creation made us all has the same fabric of everything. Right. So it's making, you know, you have seven chakras and I think actually there's a couple more above you, but there's Mm -hmm. there's sevens are big on the planet, right? There's seven colors in the rainbow. There's seven Z's. There's seven, you know, seven's huge here. Well, you also have seven layers of the aura, which uh, when I look at people clairvoyantly, I'll watch different experiences or traumas baked in or lodged into those different compartments or departments mm-hmm. of the aura or in the body. And so you could have a block and you could have a reoccurring program that continues to keep you in a lower energy pool. 
right? So you can't advance and level it's like up. A loop. It's a loop. Yeah. And so you continue to, it's like the same circumstance come up or a similar one. You move through it. You still get the same lows and woes. You still do something in and around the same thing that you did before. And you have this constant loop. And it could be with a job. It could be like, I took, I had this job in, you know, advertising and, and marketing. And they were, like you said, like they were maybe selling cars to people that probably couldn't afford them. I wanted out of there because I could realize like, yes, I'm using my creative abilities, but I'm using it in a lower octave yeah, energy yeah. pool because that company is based and let's just make money. We don't care what we just, you know, let's get it out let's there. Let's get the deal done. Let's mm -hmm. get the deal done. And and that's a lot here. So to me, it's like going back to when we were talking about kids, like we come in totally vibrant and illuminated at a higher level frequency. So like she sits in seven levels. So like the level seven of the energy worlds on the planet is every time there was a murder or a rape or a killing or a genocide or uh, bank robbery, all that stuff, criminality, it all sits at the lowest energy layer in the energy spectrum of the planet. So when we're here, those things can kind of come up and try to attract us and pull to us into it, it. Yeah. right? So from that, some the seven, then you have like the, the financial arena would sit up just above that. So it's always why you do it, right? You could have someone, so if the financial arena sits at six, you could have someone that goes and robs a bank they're doing it for the money so it comes from a vibrational level six but they're dropping into seven where they're creating in criminality order happen, in order to make yeah. it happen because at the top of a six you could have a fair deal you could like oh you're gonna sell me your car and it's a fair deal and you told me there's a lot of miles on it and here's the problems and i agree and it's a good price and i have a car for sale if you want well, it. well there we go <laughs> and uh and so you know and, and it's it's fair right yeah. so that 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 transaction and translates you know when it doesn't that. feel well yeah I, you know when like it all of a sudden doesn't feel good yeah. anymore it's you know intuition. it's like and it's yeah, yeah. Exactly. i think that, yeah, that well there's a there's a part there's a higher level inside of us all yeah mm -hmm. now a lot of people have spiritually bypassed that yeah so Which, like the more money they make it doesn't matter how they're doing it. there's a lot of people that don't care about the environment they don't yeah. care about pollution they don't care they just care about they're it's very focused on themselves around. like it's just like and i think that's i always tell people i'm like once you start to open the door to this it's really hard to go back in the other direction and for me, it shows up sometimes in judgment. And I have to be really careful with that because not that I'm so evolved, but I just, it's hard for me to understand how people are behaving the way that they're behaving or that things are, or that, that situations are happening, especially in the world right now, the way that they are. Like I can't wrap my head around it. So I find myself in judgment of it. And I really have to like, it's almost like dipping me back into that lower vibration of trying to pull me down. And I can, I can get really passionate and angry about certain things right now. And I have to remember my poor child has had to watch me. Like I have to remember <laughs> like, you know, he's calming me down, you know, and it just shows like where he's gotten to. It's like, okay. Or he yeah. just hasn't been here as long. Well, I think, yeah, you, yeah we right. talked about that. Like, and it's true. I, I keep going back to that. Like with certain things, I'm like, he just doesn't have the same connection or, um, tie whatever you want to call to certain things that i do and yeah. it's 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 almost refreshing to like hear his perspective of it because i'm like it reminds me of it when i want to go deep into judgment or like anxiety or angst or anger and frustration yeah because you well, you've been here longer as the world has been and he's been here less time as the world is so i i, it's, I like how we, you know, humanity looks back at youth we always the downside is we think that the youth is going to fix the problems, but the good side is like the youth has a fresh perspective from a higher mm. perspective in a sense. Yeah. Like 
you know, children are great and animals too are great at like sensing energetics, right? If someone's yeah. coming toward your baby, everybody wants to hug a baby and the yeah. kid will either like go to them, right? Yeah, or like yeah. or like scream. Yeah. Or but they're detecting energetics. That's yeah. it. And so that's why I've I've come down to like I gotten away with like I don't call myself psychic or medium. I just say intuitive or energy reader because you're kid we all do it. We all read energy. Mm-hmm. It's not saying I have something that you don't. We all have it. And we all have a feeling, whether it's a high thing that's about to happen or a low thing, or maybe it just did happen. Yeah. So we could, like you said, you could walk away and like, wow, I just made a bunch of money off that car. And I didn't tell him about the transmission. I didn't tell him about this. Ooh. And a part of you is like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I made it. And then it'll sink in later and be like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. When I'm driving and my car breaks down, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would be me. Like I, there, I, I, yeah, I would be calling them on the phone and being like, so... But I think it's like a refinement process. So it's like, you know, we look back at youth saying, okay, well, how do we change this or how do we go at this? And and typically the youth will say, well, it's best that we do it this way. And I've heard that there's actually marketing companies now today that are coming from a a higher perspective. They're actually geared for for non-manipulation and and they're out for like, you know, positive words and, you know, doing it in a positive way. And and that's really stretching your, yeah, Yeah. switching it and doing it in a way where this is helpful. If if we literally just walked around trying to find creative ways on how to help one another, the world would be a better place overnight. But I kind of also see this place as a training ground and there's different pools of levels or departments. Yeah. And we're all at a different pool and a level and a department. And we all have the ability to advance into different pools and energy levels and departments. And there's some of us that just don't have that brightness is not there yet. Right. There's alligators that still exist. I just got back from a Florida trip like yesterday. (laughs) And so I have alligators (laughs) in my mind. But if you think about it, like an alligator sits there and it has one function, eat. Yeah. It doesn't know that it doesn't know. Like it just, it's, it's, it's that prehistoric mindset still where it's, it sits there and it's just like, well, I'm here because the sun's comfortable and I'll be here until food arrives and then then I'm when I'm hungry well I guess I better go find like it's not sitting around thinking of higher evolution and elimination (laughs) and development tomorrow the to-do list of my day but your dog would think more right it has more intelligence so there's this whole like I think that this place is very much comprised of different departments and energy pools for us to refine ourselves and advance out of yeah continually moving into higher vectors so then we can incarnate into a higher um, life experience when I think especially today you're you know you're seeing this greater shift of people wanting to understand more know more be open to more it's not such a scary place and then you're also seeing people that are in my opinion the separation is becoming greater between the people who are seeking and the people who are like no I want to hold on to what was or what I think things should be fear yeah yeah you know, it's like, it, it's almost like it's it's so uncomfortable, but it's more comfortable staying in the discomfort of that fear than to get a little uncomfortable and yeah. go to your next level. When it always feels better oh God, after yeah. you drop the weight, right? Yeah. It's just the... But so, I mean, but, sometimes, yeah. man, it's yeah. just so yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, too, like, you know, there's something that might be making you have resistance against and you think about it and you just continue to think about it and it's like just this like never ending cycle of thought and it's like... And then you finally just get over the fear and you do it and you're like, damn, I should have just done that a long time Or you like go for a hike and you forget all about it. The whole time? Yeah, the whole time (laughs) I could have just stopped the, you know, the pain and the anguish of like having to do it and just done it. And I would have just saved so much more time doing this. You know, it's kind of crazy. I wanted to ask you too, like, because you're able to see, you know, all of these things and 
energy like it, are there times where you feel like overwhelmed by like what you see well you or, talked about being on and off yeah, yeah like how do you how yeah. do you turn yourself on or off <laughs> yeah um well i'm always pretty much off unless like in my normal daily like you know if i'll i'll drive through a neighborhood and i'll see like a flood of image imag- imagery or um i won't necessarily be looking for it but it'll just kind of float in so there's a lot of that happening but normally i walk around just like everyone else and you know, um, I don't look into anyone's windows without permission. Every time I, t- I start a, a session or to read with someone, I always ask for the permission. Um, I do house clearings. That's big, right? So we, we sort of live in these energy pools. And so I clear homes and spaces, and I always have to ask for permission from the host or whoever lives there. And to me, it's very much a, a respected sort of thing. Like I would never go into someone's backyard or into their home without, without being invited in. So, um, I keep it off in that sense. And then when it kicks on, it's just, it's just dynamic. It's, it's a lot of energy. You're seeing things from an energetic perspective. So you could see a mansion on the hill, the physical attributes of that. Now, if you switched on clairvoyantly and looked at the energetics that are comprised in that mansion, well, it depends on what the humans are doing to keep the mansion or what they did to get it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and w- what kind of energy vibrations are being brought into that structure, that home, that, that, that facility and everything sits at a vibrational level. So I can go and look at prisons and those have collected humans that have done low things or maybe comprised of lower energy dynamics. And so that prison or that locality of the planet will start to shape and start to look like images and the kind of energetics and the images that you would see are similar to like what you would have in your dream state. So uh, your system is just in your dream state is pushing out static and energy dynamics that aren't for its highest good or that are typically lower than your baseline. So like if a kid watches a scary movie, they're going to have nightmares for a few nights Mm -hmm. because the lower energetics and thought process seeped into their complex, which is a natural low, like way much lower than our natural state as beings. And so their system now has to work extra hard to push those low energy dynamics out, which they see it in reverse coming out, which they would perceive it in nightmares. And so the subconscious sort of creates these, these imageries and and of what the dynamics actually were that were absorbed into the consciousness of that being that kid. So it's the same thing when you switch on clairvoyantly, you start to see what things look like from an energy perspective. So at this point, I now I dream more into like my next day, my next week. I call them puzzles. Like I'll have something float in and it will take maybe four months for that whole thing to that outcome to totally unfold. Mm. And I'll just sort of sit back and watch it. And um, but I'll see what it looks like from an energy perspective first. Right. So what's what's presented to me physically could be like, oh, hey, this is a great opportunity or a deal for you. You should come take along. I said, well, let me look at it. And then I'll go look at it from an energy perspective and it could have all sorts of things tied into it. You don't want to be, you don't want to be even, it'd be a living hell. It's not an opportunity. It's an opportunity maybe from something lower coming to pull you into that, that realm, that field, that mentality. Because the low things are looking, it's like the things at that level seven, what I write about in the book, like it's things at the lower end will come through advertising, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. they'll bring the people that are making the money down to that level yeah right they're trying to grab to the higher energy yeah come to las vegas dump all your money here right 
uh, casinos, there's gambling, there's shows, there's all sorts of things yeah. that happen in Vegas. This, this and it, it, right, clearly it, not a higher level <laughs> frequency place to go. I'm not saying that it's you know it's there's places that could be good, but yeah, the majority. So like you know, strip clubs sit at a vibrational level. So do casinos. Mm-hmm. So do you know, so it's it's like hey, you're making some money. Let's influence these people so they come over here and give us that money. That's that level seven or level six mentality. A higher level frequency would be like, let's build schools and across the world to help children. Yeah, let's get clean water for people. Let's get clean water for people. So that's coming from a different, you know, it'd be like level four, three, four, and and then five into education. So everything sits at these octaves and it's up to, we sort of weave in, it's up to us what we put our minds in and what we weave in and out of. And that really changes how things look from an energetic perspective. So that's why I don't also walk around on all the time because it'd be a freak show if I walked around Venice here (laughs) and I saw all the things that happened from 20 years ago and which I did actually I pulled up and I saw across the street and I looked and I saw uh, a a reverb of an action. And that's how I look at them as they're just reverbs um, of an action that happened. They're like ripples that are still existing in that locality. So like when I go in and clear homes and stuff, there's I'm just clearing the things, all the anger and the fights and the mystery communication and just clearing a lot of the stuff that just was and so that you can come in and live in your home and have a nice clean slate or you're not getting uh, maybe bombarded by neighbors because you live in an apartment building or people live above you or whatever it gets it gets crapped up from an energetic perspective so there's maintenance involved at this point i don't remember what the question was (laughs) well with a session with you and someone like you know wants to hire you or bring you in what does that typically look like yeah. Um, so I always have them write down on a piece of paper what their pain points are, or what the problems are, or what what's going on. And th- what that does is it actually helps their system and complex, kind of like acupuncture, say, hey, here's all the problems. And it sort of organizes it for me before I even meet them. And then when I meet them, I don't go into any of the questions. I don't ask the questions. I basically don't even talk to them much other than because I'll go right in. I'll ask their permission and I'll look right at their energy. And so if we're doing the house, it's the same thing. Like, you know, give me a listing or give me, if you're having problems selling it or if you're having problems living in it, just give me the, just write them down. Don't show me up. And I'll look at the energy first because it's not biased. I just mm. pop the hood and see what's happening. And then from there, it's very much like, okay, well, I see these colors in and around the head and the mind that that's pointing to this. This is what's happening in your life. And cause I'll have the images. I'll see the color first. And then it's almost like a leap of faith. So I'll see the image, I'll see the color, and then I'll ask myself, okay, well, what is this tied to? Why is it that color? And then I'll jump, and I don't even know if there's going to be an image there to back me up. Oh, wow. And most of the times there is. Yeah, like every <laughs> once in a while. Um, no, it's 99% of the time it's there. But but there's also this like, well, what if it's not there? You know, what if I don't, I can't see it? Or what if they're blocked? And uh-huh. I've had those clients where they come in and they're just blocked themselves. Like they don't believe in what you do. They don't, you know, yeah. they're fighting. They want you to prove it to them. Like there's all this extra work. And that actually, they don't realize it. It just shuts their system down. Yeah. And when their systems crashed and shut down and all these walls up, no one can get in. No one can look at it. I can just see that you have walls up. So you're wasting your money, which right. I end up like give them their money back anyway. But like, just because they're not help. happy, like who cares? Like to me, it's it's really about let's help each other along. Let's use a gift that uh, of clarity. It's people helping people at the end of the day. And I think that if I wasn't using it, when I don't use it, I, I feel bad. I start feeling almost depressed if I'm not using it. Yeah, well, you it, it, you were given this, if you will, or you came in with this to use it. 
you know, and I think when we deny ourselves our gifts or, you know, whether it's to be a doctor or, you know, right. an intuitive or a singer, or, or, yeah, anything, yeah, it's like when we deny our gifts, it, it takes a toll on us sometimes and we don't even realize how deeply it's affecting us until we actually turn it around and go in the other direction yeah. and it could be it could be lodged in your gps system it's your purpose yeah. why you're here and so it doesn't that doesn't have language it just knows to give you feelings or vibrations mm -hmm. right so you could say well i just did that thing i just did a reading and i love it i feel great yeah. yeah and then readings don't happen for two days and you're like oh i don't know why i'm feeling you know and then you do one you're like oh my gosh i feel great it's yeah. like that thing saying hey every time you do that one thing you feel really good that's the right track yeah. that's the right path keep, yeah keep, keep doing that yeah. one exactly. yeah exactly is there, um, like in what you do, do you feel like there's people that are drawn to you uh, or like just a particular person per, per se? I don't know. Like just people that come and like, I, I really feel your energy. I, I, I don't know. There's something about you. Or do you feel that it's more about you connecting with people? I don't, I don't know yeah. if that makes sense. In life or like it just for work? Because I, I kind of both. Like in I work? Both. Both? Okay. Both, yeah. yeah. Uh, in life, I actually just sort of let the chips fall where they may. I believe that we're all sort of uh, bound by contracts in a sense. So you're going to meet that next person when it's time. You're going to meet that next friendship or scenario or opportunity. If you're up every day doing what you're supposed to be doing, right? You, you mm. won't miss it. Um, but through my work, actually, I, found, I find that I like 95% like of my clientele are female because I feel that that side of the species is very much designed and geared to refinement of mankind. So like, I feel like there's this sort of mm -hmm. yin and yang with mm -hmm. the male and female. And I feel that females always want to refine, do better in the world, refine themselves, yeah. clear, you know, find solutions, always a refinement process. From a nurturing standpoint. From a nur too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that's what they're very much the feminine side is to very much refine our overall course process. Cause the man will kind of go out and it's like the man will go out and chop down trees, build a log cabin and say, here's a, here's a house. Yeah. And then yeah. the woman comes in and refines it and like makes, makes it a it home. Cozy. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So I always find like women tend to be doing self care, self, you know, reevaluation, how to make the home better, how to make the family better, how to, you know, it's always that. So I, that's my clientele mostly. Yeah. We're intuitive. It's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just comes naturally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that it would, I think it, people are, naturally finding one another yeah but again going back to understanding that the intuitiveness it can sit at, it's going to happen at every level like a wall street person will know what stocks to sell doesn't mean they're building churches in right in Africa. Exactly. <laughs> but they're just really intuitive with the next thing they're, right yeah. there's there's criminal like gangsters are intuitive right like right no and, and that's they got they like a hit like it. oh i better get out of here. i'm not yeah. feeling right you know like their systems you'll, your systems will pick up energy dynamics at every level yeah it just depends on what level you're you're naturally vibrating. And then that's when we start to see a better lifestyle come in. Cleaner habits, cleaner uh, relationships, friendships, um, better relationships with family members. And it just, when there's a ref that refinement process that's constantly at play and we constantly start targeting our traumas that are lodged in our body or system, and we, we, we deal with that, we pull them out, um, you'll just start to see life feel better. And when it starts to feel better, you'll, you'll see the results of of it getting better i think it's also important too like when we think about like cleaning up our space and making room for new things i feel like the same applies to our energy we have to clear those blockages from ourselves to in order to allow the next you know lover or the next opportunity at work but but you have to clear those blockages yeah. but we're sometimes so afraid to make a change or we have that resistance because we don't understand it um we're also you know humans are very known to like 
have the same kind of ritual and routine where like we like doing the same thing because it feels comfortable so we like well and sometimes i don't think we can see our own blocks you know what i mean i think sometimes you can like might speak from a personal experience here but like you do all the work that you think you're supposed to do like to and you're like oh i cleared that block and i moved past that and then it's still not working which is why it's sometimes you need someone to come in that can see a different perspective than you and you know give you some insight into it, it could be something really simple that you're just not in tune with because you've been over here working so much on this to clear this. And it's really this thing over here. Yeah. And it's, it's probably the least thing that you're not, it's the furthest from what you're even thinking. Yeah. Cause you're like, Oh, it's about money or it's about yeah. like, I need to clear my old relationship so I can draw on a new relationship or I need to do this so I can be a better parent. And it's about something completely yep. different, you know, that you're not even completely in tune yeah. with cause you're so focused like and you're biased in it. Like you were yeah. trying to get this outcome. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I feel like we all need to go to somebody. I mean, I even go to other practitioners to keep myself um, clean, you know, and to look for to my own personal blocks. Do it all yeah. alone, you know? It, this has been a huge lesson for me lately is like, because of being a single mom and being so independent and doing like everything on my own. And I've been saying for a very long time, I'm very tired of doing everything on my own. So everything I've been trying to push through and do on my own has not worked. Like, so in my face has not worked. And it hit me the other day. I was like, oh, that's me not doing it by myself. And it wasn't something of somebody coming and say, hey, I'm helping you. It just was how this thing came together. I was like, oh, I didn't do that by myself. It wasn't me seeking out somebody to help me. It just was like, oh, yeah, it showed up for me. I That's the first thing I got when you started to talk about it. It was the, the lesson in it was for you to actually not do it alone. Yeah. like and That's it, the and lesson I, in it. And yeah. you're not going to get any different result until you <laughs> hit, the, hit the green button. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do it by myself. Even like going to get the car yesterday, like taking my son and like incorporating him in the whole process. Because it's been this like six month process of like trying to get people to help me and like it not working out. And then just intuitively going, okay, now I'm going to just see if this works out. And it all just kind of came together yesterday and like incorporating my son and like the people that came, that showed up to help me do it. I was like, Oh, I didn't have to do it by myself. Even like getting my car fixed last week and a friend loaning me our car. Like it all just kind of worked out because I wasn't trying to figure it all out on my own. Yep. You know, so that's a huge lesson for me right now that I'm still, (laughs) still working (laughs) through still. And a lot of times too, like when you're so close to the situation, it's kind of hard to like get a broader perspective and sometimes you just need somebody else's view on it and they're like hey you know what have you tried this you're like you know what i didn't even realize that that was an option thank you You yeah well especially when you're so passionate about it or so like worked up about it and then you realize oh wait a minute it worked itself out right over here without (laughs) me doing anything i find that to be the case more times than not yeah it's tend to like you know each day you get up and you're sort of shoveling a little bit of the driveway and you don't realize like what you do in each day, like the pollination of yeah. what you do in of your life. It's just little movements each day. It's getting you and, to. And I think a part of us is actually, it's like a system in play because there's ways like there's, there's no way I could see 10 years in my own timeline, a decade into my own timeline unless, and there was nothing I could do to change it, by the way, to change it half from, from happening and to change it from ending. And so to me, there's maybe parts of us that already know like, okay, we're at this point in the journey and, and, and the timeline and you'll feel intuitiveness to like go and 
it's kind of like weaving a blanket. You're like, oh, I'm going to work on this little patch over here because I just feel like I want to do that. And, and then it'll change the next week. Like, oh, I feel like I want to work on this patch of the blanket. Like if we're all, you know, weaving a blanket. Um, and the parts of you will just go around like a bumble, like a bee will go around and just pollinate all these different flowers, right? And I think a part of us actually intuitively does this without knowing or seeing the bigger outcome that's at play, the bigger yeah, opportunity. Yeah. So a lot of times you're, you are on your path, you are on your journey. You might have blocks, which are, for, which are preventing you from outcomes. But uh, when you remove those, or they could be blocks, you could have, you could be allergic to success. You could be alert. There's all sorts of blocks you could have. But when you do move through those, through that refinement process, you can start to see the blanket that you are actually doing. You can start to see the journey that you actually are on yeah. and you can, you can feel less lost. And you can actually embrace where you're at right now, even though it's not the outcome that you think you're going to feel when yeah, that happens. 100%. You can actually enjoy the whole process along to getting what you think you want. Because by the way, by the time you get to that golden vision that you see, you've probably created such a vacuum because you put all of your energetics for that one moment, that one point, right? I'm going to be happy when this happens. I'm going to be happy when I, when I have this mm -hmm. much money, when I'm done with school, when I'm this, whatever it is. We create a vacuum to when you then arrive on that day and you do, that does come into fruition, a depression could take place and it could last you years. Yeah. Actually, was t I was listening to a podcast with like Dak Shepard in it and he, he said, oh, I have my number. Everybody, a lot of actors have like their number when they hit this number, it could be like 10 million or whatever. Like this is, this is what it's going to be like. I made it, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, I was in the airport. I hit my number that day. We got like a big, I got, you know, an advancement and he's like, oh, I couldn't have been more depressed. I was like drinking and... It's yeah. like I relapsed and all this stuff. And it's like, well, it's an energetic vacuum and a void. So the idea is to clear blocks, look at being able to look at things differently and then enjoy the whole process. And then, by the way, those big days that you think are going to be big, you actually just enjoy them. You, you won't have so much on them. So they'll be more enjoyable Yeah. when you well, move through. When them. you clear blocks for people, is it like, do you just go in and energetically clear it and then give them like tasks to do to like keep them unblocked? Or how does that... Well, I never do anything for them, but <laughs> I don't give them anything. No, I, there's usually, there tends to be homework. Like I see it all channeled. So I don't, to me, I take myself out of this Yeah. and I, there's something else higher that comes through because there's no way, like, I don't know how I'm able to see through people's bodies and see like, you know, I've been able to see like cancer spots in people and, and before they went into then got diagnosed with it, I've been able to see, you know, digestive issues, what's, what foods are blocking it and causing it, which they think, by the way, a lot of the foods are in the healthy category, but they don't realize that they have an allergic reaction to kale or maybe not kale, <laughs> oh but they have an allergic <laughs> reaction to the ground that the kale's growing in because yeah, it's growing or the fertilizers or it's growing under power lines next to a freeway and they're actually eating like really bad stuff. So, um, yeah, so these, these blocks I'll start to see like in the body, I can see how the organs are reacting to certain things, certain foods that aren't good for them, certain relationships that are, that are bogging them down or keeping them in a, in a blocked state or pattern. Um, potentially, uh, tr most of it's trauma. So a lot of trauma that they have to work through or let go and we can, there's ways to clear it. Um, and, and, but most importantly, it's, it's what they think they want that's going to bring them happiness as opposed to what really is. Yeah. And, and that's the thing when I have people write down questions that let's say they write down 10 questions by the time I open it to questions in the latter part of a session, which is like an hour, um, 
they're like, well, we've, we've gone through all of them. <laughs> and the big we've question, answered we've answered it. And the, the reason is, is, is because, again, we're just, your system sort of shuffles them for us right there for me. And then the last question was, they were probably saving, like, am I going to be a, you know, successful in this thing? Yeah. A lot of times it's a non-issue because what we did address and what, what really needs to happen from a healthy standpoint, because in their minds they're saying, well, how do I get to this? Because when I get to that, I'm healthy. I'm happy. I'll be ecstatic. Yeah. And, but you knock all those other questions because a lot of it's BS. And a lot of times it's your system and your trauma that's in you that keeps you from succeeding. So like that shadow side in you wakes up and says, oh, this is a healthy relationship. Hmm. Well, we know what happens to healthy relationships. (laughs) (laughs) They don't work out. So I'm going to make sure we F this up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and self-sabotage here because we don't want you, the survival mind wakes up and says, we don't want to go through that trauma again of losing or heartbreak or whatever it is. We want to, I'm going to protect you from ever going down that path again by only being, you know, attracted to partners that are three months long. Yeah. It's familiar. Yeah. Like familiar. Right. Right. Or like that causes you to bolt or leave before you have the opportunity to get hurt. Yeah. Or, or it doesn't want to advance. I have people like, I'll go on a date with a girl or something. They find out what I do. And then all of a sudden, like their shadow side wakes up and it doesn't want to, it doesn't want to be healed. It doesn't want to be messed with. Yeah. Humans just, are slow to change. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to re- you know, let go of that. Yeah. He's going to judge me. He's going to tell me all. He might fix me. Go, oh, he's he's going to be able to see yeah. everything. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's it, that, that shadow side in all of us may be stronger than that side that wants refinement, that wants happiness, joy, yeah. and something healthy. So if you're based more in that shadow side, which I can, when I sit with people, a lot of times I just look at them and you can see it shining out of one eye. Like it's really interesting. Close yeah. You can look at photos of people and you can actually look, you can put one eye, one hand over the other. You can see like, oh, wow, their shadow side's really coming out of that one side of them. That's clear from a photo? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if I trained you to how to look at it, you would just start looking at it, you know, magazines and all do that stuff different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, how do I go out in the world and actually see? Well, I, I think like you said, there's like an intuition of certain things that you can, you can see and you know about people right away. And I think that for me... I think I try to turn it off sometimes because I don't want to actually believe that that's what that is or that's the energy that's coming off a person because I want, you know, I should think there's something better or they should. the benefit of the doubt to that. Yeah, but sometimes, but more so lately, like sometimes it's just so strong I can't ignore it. And for me, it's just easier for me to leave the situation than to address it. And sometimes it's not even that person. The problem is, is we become these adaptations of people that we've uh, either lived with. So they could be like, I experienced alcoholism in my household, um, things that they brought in personalities that you've sort of mimicked. Um, so they could be, let's say that person you didn't feel right around. It could be just that adaptation of a person who they have allowed in that sits at a lower octave and And they're still connected to it. Mm. So when you clear that person out of them, you clear the adaptation. When you clear the adaptation, their body stops like moving in a certain way to where every time it feels a little, it could be like a, a nervous tick, right? Every time they feel nervous, they deflect and they, they get weird, right? Yeah. And, and social circumstances or something like that, which can lead to behaviors that could, in their careers, if you're at a work retreat and there's alcohol involved, there's all these things that can happen, right? But with understanding when we clear these adaptations that we've picked up or mimics that we've picked up from other people that aren't even ours, they're programs, other people's programs running in us, mm. you get more to who you actually are. And you, at, 
and actually you're probably attracted to that person at core level, but they have adaptations and programs running in them that aren't even theirs that they need to clear. And when they do that, they are themselves, their yeah. real selves. It's like the conditioning that's put on yeah. you by it's society and different that we things. Absorb, or that we, we do, when we come in as kids, you don't know who, you're just pulling from things. Yeah. So you like a certain teacher, you start mimicking attributes about them. You, uh, you know, this is why actors are big because they could literally like, they like to go in and mimic and mimic and mimic yeah. and they want nothing to do with who they really are. They're insecure about that, but they can mimic well. We all do that as kids. So you could have mimics that are running that you picked up at eight and nine from a unhealthy whatever. And that's still running in you. You're still running that teacher or that, that friend from down the street mm -hmm. or their energy dynamics are still running in you every time that pressure situation. Clearly I need to up. clear house in here and uh, <laughs> clean up some sections, um, which I think that I think you're always having to clean up that's different sections of, yeah, of your house. Like every time, like you do all this work, a lot of work, and there's still things that need to be done. But I don't think it's hard work. So I feel like, I don't know if it was, it was Buddha or someone, some big name like that. It's, you know, you can learn your lessons just as much through struggle or through love. Yeah. I think it was Buddha. But it, it to me, it is very much that. You can start to look at, the you know, find unconditional love in everyone that you've met. Yeah. It takes a little work to get there. But it feels so much better yeah. than, than the, like you said, it doesn't have to always be a struggle. No, and you don't have to take on their stuff. So if they're acting in a certain way, right, you can be like, well, you know what? That's their lessons they're moving through, especially being like a mother, right? You mentioned being a mother. The first thing you probably want to do is like protect your son from all the life like lessons. fix them, yeah. No. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> right? fix them. <laughs> well, not fix them. That wasn't the right word. But no, like, I, and it's so funny because he's like, mom, I don't want to, please take your sage and your, he calls my crystals rocks. Yeah. He's like, take your rocks. You know, and I'm like, but I'm just trying to help you so you don't have to go through and yeah. give you these yeah. tools to make it easier for you. And I've had to really back off because it just it doesn't resonate with. So they won't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. from a loving place, it has but to, also he knows his own dirt. But he yeah. needs to go yeah. through. So the, what you'd be doing is robbing him. Well, yeah, and I think parents lessons. do that a lot yeah. these days. They don't want their kids. Oh, I'll just, I don't want them to like fall. I don't want them to do that. And you do. You you don't want to see your kid hurt because as a parent, when your kid hurts, it like rushes your soul so but at the same time he has to go through his own process and the right. more i try and protect him the more of disservice i'm doing well also you know, it'd, be a, it'd be coming back the other way so when he's moving through his lessons and he comes home with let's say heartbreak or whatever let's say it's a broken arm from surfing or whatever it is skateboarding yeah. you're you still go through that experience with him which also refines you it brings in more empathy mm. more heartfelt experiences right it's, it's it's a sad thing let's say a broken arm but it, it can heal yeah. right it's an experience you move through he moved through so his lessons are impacting you and you get to also sharpen your lessons yes. as you move through it so it's a more of a back and forth than it's happening you being now clear and, hit, yeah. <laughs> and protecting him yeah yeah because it is you do you want to like fight their battles for them but part of their battles are actually part of your curriculum of refinement as well yeah Ugh, you're parenting. both learning together yeah, and that's why you would choose to work together. That's why he would choose to come in. I always and tell work him. You. I always tell him yeah. like you, you chose me. Like you chose me to be your mom. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't. Oh, mom. thanks. That's just the teenage, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, you wanted me. And he's like, yeah, no, mom. Now, Dustin, you talked about having a book. Can you tell us a little bit more about your book? What it's called? What yeah. It? Yeah. Um, well, it's it's done now, and it's called. I'm calling it intuitive behavior, and uh, because we do all have these behaviors of intuitiveness. Um, it's, it's, 
actually showcase another practitioner or other people's works. So I'm really big on like finding some really cool things in the world and then telling the world about them, right? Kind of like what you guys are doing here. Yeah. Um, but it, it's very much a bit of my stories. You had to have that in there. And, uh, but it's very much around the seven levels that exist in and around all of us, which are the energy worlds around us. And it, it's sort of like a, a program or guide to help you understand like what you're in and what you're seeing in your airspace like whatever is happening in your world, mm -hmm. like you can detect like, okay, well, where you're at. And then from there you can, there's exercises in it where you can go back and work through things and it helps you sort of move up the different levels and, and sort of come to a place of more clarity and healthy relationships and healthy lifestyle. It's available now or is it going to come it's out? It's not soon? available now. No, it, we're, it's going to come out soon. So it's, uh, I mean, you can go on my website and pre-order. Um, uh, it's jamesintuitive.com. Um, but you can, uh, it's, it's, I think it's going to be like maybe March next year. I don't know. We're, we're still talking about that. Okay. Just so that if anybody is interested, of course, I think that they should yeah. check it out. I think before it's going to be beginning next year, like they actually just sent it back to me. So I think the process now I have to move through it, read it and, you know, send any red lines. So we're in the editing, the, the final editing stages of it. Yeah. Exciting. Was yeah. that your first book or did you have another book? This is my first book. Um, I actually have my second book uh started as well and overachiever then, that you are <laughs> it was covid you had the time it's like great. i just finished yeah. my first one i'm working on my second one working on the you second have a lot one. of information to share and like pass along and really like help other people heal and it's more or less like just saying here this is what i moved through these are the things i've found these are what helped me personally yeah. um because i'm not like just because i can see things and perceive them and see things before they happen like it doesn't mean i'm out of it right i can i see circumstances that are going to end in change i still have to go through the personal experience of that yeah so it could be someone leaving my life that i don't want to leave my life right because dynamics are just going to change i still have to go through i still have to go through it oh, it's so. almost like that's like you know what's going to happen but you're like oh like how do you actually just sit with that sometimes and not fight it there's times where like, I think about like, that's a great question because I'll think like, oh my gosh, if I didn't have this ability of seeing, I wouldn't know it's coming and it would just hit me and I'd go through it like everyone else. And, um, but I get too scared. Like to me, I'd rather have, it, it's sort of a double-edged sword. So yeah. like seeing it coming, it helps me understand sort of what's around the bend. It actually makes it a little harder to go through. So like, I've, I've seen relationships fail before they were, you know, way before. So like you're walking around with an anvil on top of your head, like, you know like waiting for the end. shoe to drop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, waiting. So it, it took, you know, it ruins it a bit, but I also would not trade it because it also helps me understand that we are here for a reason and a purpose and um, your time together with certain people with everyone really is limited. Yeah. And to me, it actually helps me understand that every moment I get with this person, whether they know it or not, it's going to change. But I, I, I just I just absorb and have fun with every moment, you know, whether it's over coffee or whatever. I really just it's really how we should live. live. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's being present. Yeah. That's literally like, you know, the technically know the future, but you're choosing to be present. Yeah, moment. because you know that it's limited. And so when you sit and talk with people like, look, this conversation is limited. At some point, we're going to hang up the microphones. We're going to go in our separate ways. Yeah. But I, I know that I get this moment with you and I would love to experience it and enjoy it as much as possible while we're in it. Yeah. And so when I'm talking with people or working in a session with someone, I'm there 100 percent because I'm experiencing. And I understand like time goes on and pretty soon you're going to look back and you're like, wow, 
I didn't experience any of it. I don't remember any of it. Yeah. <laughs> <What happened? laughs> like, I microdosed a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you totally like I consciously, helped. yeah, I consciously want to want to savor conversations and experiences. And well, even I think the stuff we don't do that sometimes because we're so thinking about the next thing that we have to do or the next thing that's going to come that we don't actually sit in the moment with what we're doing. Yep. Yeah. You know, there's power in the now. You guys should check that book out. <laughs> it talks about being present. And yeah. like, you know, a lot of times we are so focused on the past or the future that we don't really take in the moment of now. And Who wrote that one? The power of now. Gary Was Z- that Deepak? No, Gary no. Zukov. No. Zukov. No. Um, I forgot the last name. That's so bad. I should. The power that. of now, isn't that? No, yeah. no. He wrote. Tom, oh. I think his name is Tom. If anyone can help us out. That's <laughs> all right. No, I just wondered if it was one of the. But yeah. it is It is one of those big books. Like it, yeah. it, it really is. I have changing. it on my shelf. <laughs> yeah. Fail of remembering the authors that have guided us along the way. Yeah. Don't worry. Mariana's Googling no, it right I'm now. definitely Googling Because <laughs> it it'll Eckhart be one of those. Toll. Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, no I, I knew. I thought it was but one of those like know. guru people. Yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's it really is, and it's a quick read, but it really just focuses on like the importance of now. Like you have your power now. Like you can't change the past. You really can't foresee the future. Not not all of us, at least. But you have to really take in this moment to really hold your power. Well, I think so many of us ruminate in the past sometimes and it keeps us from actually being present or being able to move forward. I mean, there's good things to go back and learn your lessons from the past, but there's another thing to go like sit in the, for lack of better words, like shit of your past. Yeah. yeah. Most of them, we don't have, like a lot of times you're giving your power away. Actually, this is one of the exercises in the book. It's about how to bring your power back to you. Yeah. There's bits of you lying around everywhere. Right now, there's bits of you lying in third grade. there's still bits of you lying in high school. There's still bits of you lying around in an old relationship in the past and calling your power back. And there's bits of you that are very much in a future that may not even be yours. It could be instilled upon you by your parents, your culture, your whatever your belief system is, what you think success is. It's going to be your power sitting very much over there as well. Yeah. And so we actually, it's like these little building blocks that we're, we're trying to build these little buildings and empires for ourselves, but we also leave our building blocks like everywhere. And we never, it's rare that we stop and actually spend time and to call it back to us. And so there's, there's, there's an exercise in the book about that, but it's very much about um, understanding that you have the power to bring your power back mm-hmm. from people, from places, from things. And to know that, um, without doing that you are feeding those people places and things constantly it's like having a bunch of you know vendors or or companies that you know have you subscribing to them and you totally forgot about them i've called one of those right like i had like a design app and i was like oh my gosh three thousand dollars i've given these people three thousand dollars i downloaded it once i didn't even use it i know because you forget to unsubscribe they're like you didn't unsubscribe three years ago yeah exactly you forgot to unsubscribe trial period only lasted a month it's like damn And you call them and like, well, we can reverse the last one, but the exactly. rest of three grand is gone. And you're like, wow. We'll give you one month because you just caught it. And you're just yeah. like, really? And so you're like, wow, I, what would I do with that money right now? And to me, that's your energy and time. The more you walk around f- like a hollow shell because you have given your power away, you're currently feeding a past relationship, a past experience, mm-hmm. past traumas, your body's riddled of past traumas. So as those like, they're like little apps in the background that are on. And they're taking away 
probably about 80% of your mind power right now. Yeah. 80 to 90 with, with normal uh, humanity, especially in America. So when you start to change and, and turn around traumas or, or take, remove the energetics of trauma that's in you, first you detect them, then you pull them, then you start to get a lot more of you back. And when you start to get more of you back, the stronger you get. And then the more naturally you're just in the moment. Being in the moment isn't something you should be working for. And if you're working to be in the moment and consciously having to be in the moment each day, then you're not, it's like all these apps in the background pulling from you and it's causing extra energy to remind yourself to be moment, be in the present. But when you're, when you pull those, you're just naturally here. You're not anywhere else because all of your being in consciousness, you're not lying around in all these different timelines and places and old scenarios and people and old friendships and stuff that don't exist anymore. Or putting into where you think you need to be or going or doing or. Yeah. I mean, you don't realize like, oh, wow, that sleepover I had in sixth grade and that thing that <laughs> would, wouldn't sound like, wow, that's still bothering. Like that's still in there. There's still something <laughs> there. I got to oh, gotta clear that. that I always call it like the <laughs> onion. You keep peeling back. Every yeah. time you think yeah. you've got to, either, oh, there's another layer there. Yeah. yeah. It's like Shrek. But I think it's more about bringing you back to you. Yeah. And yeah. then when you do that, you have more of you to give to others. Oh, gosh. hundred percent. Well, I l- Honestly, we, we could talk, talk about this kid all day. All this day, is going to be the eight-hour yeah. podcast, guys. <laughs> you didn't have any plans today, did you? <laughs> Clear always, the day. Yeah, we always like to ask our guests because everybody's journey is so different and, and has so much to offer to our listeners. And we always like to ask, you're here now and you've found your bliss. You're still working to find your bliss because we're all doing that. But what would you uh, offer to our listeners as far as like finding their own bliss? Mm, that's a good one. I think finding yourself first. I think, like you mentioned, the onion. Um, I think the more we peel back and realize like what's not even us or things that we don't even want, the more we get back to us. And the more that we get back to us, our original self, the more you love yourself. The more love is that you recognize that's actually there the whole time. And so I'm talking about peeling things back like identity, um, peeling things back of like what society tells you you should be at a certain age or what clothes you should be wearing or what you know style it is or what music you should label yourself as listening to just all of the things right I think like this world is sort of like a big shopping mall in a sense <laughs> and like we walk through it and there's like hey try this out. hey try this hey you know it's like all these pop-up things and to me it's like it, it takes a lot of work to like peel back what has been instilled on us or in us and the more we, we find out and be comfortable with what we really like and who we really are, not who we're told to be or be, then the easier it is, the more of yourself you have. And the more self you have, the more um, experience that you get to have. You can drive down the street and actually see the sun reflecting through the trees and the wind and the, the way traffic is that day. And it, it's, it can be... It can be bliss. Every moment can be bliss because you're experiencing this wonderful um, live streaming world that we're in. That's very much alive. You know, the planet herself, that the platform we're on is a, lot, a living, breathing organism. Yeah. Right. And then she has all the animals and all of us and she's allowing us to be here. So just being able to get a, get a body, to have the opportunity to move through refinement process so that you can move on elsewhere if that's what happens after we die. Um, the opportunity to even be given that is huge. So to not to take any of it for granted ever, 
and to really focus on clearing trauma and, and resolving things in your world, especially with yourself and family members and friendships, because the more you do that, uh, the better this life gets and the more you get to enjoy it while you're here as opposed to just struggling through it while you're here. Loving your way through it. Yeah. Instead of struggling. Yeah. It's amazing. I don't know if that answered the question. No, yeah, I, don't, I have totally no idea. Did. I totally did. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you so, so much, much. For, for your time. This has been such a wonderful conversation. Again, I think we there'll be talk. a part two. Yeah. We could talk about <laughs> yeah. this all day. I'll come back and read you guys. Yeah. We'll do a reading oh, or for awesome. one of your listeners or whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. Oh no, you can do us. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll come back and read you. <laughs> listeners, if you're out there, if you're interested, let us know. Uh, but no, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for your time and just everything that you've brought today has been really great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's mm. been nice. All right. Bye, guys. Well, that was a fun episode. We could have talked to him all day. I know. So much information and just it's a lot to process. But I feel like this is something that there's so much to like still understand that you guys should definitely check them out. And we're so in tune. Like we already have so much of this information within ourselves. And it's just nice when somebody else can also see something that we clearly are already feeling. Um, so if you want to learn more about... Mr. Dustin James. You can find him on Instagram at Mr. Dustin James or www.jamesintuitive.com. All right, guys, we will see you next week. Yeah. And make sure to check out our show notes and check out our website at theblissproject777.com.